On this podcast, two young travelers, Alex Dethrow and Jesse Lanier, will be going on a journey to find the greatest cinematic treasures. Each week, they spin the wheel of fate and allow destiny to decide whether the next few hours will be filled with genius and wonder or boredom and mediocrity. Our heroes hope to unbury hidden gems and share their discoveries with the world through humble conversations and maybe, if they're lucky, better themselves along the way. So welcome, one and all, to The Movie Quest. Hello, friends, family, fans, uh, family. Movie, movie clusters. <laughs> Welcome back to the movie quest. Today, we're talking about, uh, when did this, 2006 yeah. film, Slither, written and directed by James Gunn. Um, and this was last thing. And, um, I guess we, we always start with, like, why was this <laughs> on my watch list? Mm-hmm. You know... I, so James Gunn, you know, obviously, you know, directing the three Guardians films, the Suicide Squad, is now, like, the Kevin Feige of DC. Like, he's the guy Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That happened, <laughs> like, a year ago, I think. Well, yeah. and also, like, nothing's really happened with that yet. Um, mm-hmm. And we're also doing this in a funny time, like, connected to James Gunn, Guardians 3 just came out, obviously. Right. Um, successful. I liked it. It was good. I, I, I'm outgrown the Guardians movies, but it was good. I had a good time. But, uh, That's good. way more intense than it should have been. Uh, <laughs> poor kids. I saw a kid, uh, like, I saw this, like, not opening weekend. Um, I, I actually felt really bad. So I was sitting in the back. Oh, no. And the movie's pretty intense. Like, it's not like, like, your girlfriend, Ula, do not watch Guardians. She would be three. sad. Okay, that's a good like, yeah, good heads up. Like, super upset. Like, it's like yeah. no joke. Like, it's no no joke. Wow, um, kind of surprising. Yeah, it's an intense movie. Um, pertaining to Rocket's like backstory and stuff. Yeah, it's that, like that looked no, poignant even in the trailer. No there joke. were some pretty intense shots. Yeah, in that's the, the best part of the movie, like by far. Um, and yeah. it's uh legitimately like there's like Cronenbergian fucking like disturbing it's not r-rated but it's like but like for guardians right yeah but Marvel i was also movies? like james gunn i was like what are you like it's almost like <laughs> i was like even like i'm 25 years old and i'm sitting there like like tearing up i'm like what the fuck like I'm, this I'm is affected. not okay <laughs> but there's like a kid there's like a 10 year old kid because that's what this movie's made for is you know 13 year olds <laughs> right and he was visibly upset and like oh, had like had no. to walk out and i was like oh, i'm sure no. that i mean it's like not it's like intense like it's not yeah. like i wasn't like oh poor i'm like yeah i mean i probably would have liked this if i was like 11 or something like i probably would have been like too scary bye yeah um anyway so that just came out but also <laughs> they're releasing the flash which is uh oh i don't boy. think jacob was not involved in the flash at all yeah because like, that that happened before yeah, his, uh, his rise to the throne right. yeah it predated it. It's, but technically this is the first movie that's been released like under while he's you know the, and it's um that's colossal a it's a colossal <laughs> bomb and it's a real um it was a colossal bomb, but it's a bomb not do well at all this weekend. Um, I think it made like fifty million. Mm-hmm. Okay, weekend is really bad for a superhero well, like movie it, like that. It must have cost like four hundred oh, yeah. million. Oh yeah, to make. at least. Well, yeah, I think the budget was you know, two hundred million, and then yeah. on top of marketing <laughs> and stuff. Um, which you know, I haven't seen. I've seen very mixed reactions to it. Um, I'm definitely gonna see it not in theaters. Uh, but when it's all Max, so I don't have to pay a dime for it. Just Max. It. Yeah. yeah. Max. That is Max. 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 Um, and, but, um, it, um, 
and, and I'm happy that it bombed. You know, it's showing, you know, a sign that, like, people, you know, want, you know, this thing called quality movies, you know? And, uh, right. It's, it's, I'm glad that, you know, people are not showing up for, for these, like, obviously, like, garbage, and also the stars of psychopaths. Why right. do support a guy who's, I mean, read about Very some bizarre. of the stuff he's doing is awful. Um, true yeah, he's or not truly... true, but true or not true, we don't know. But I mean, some of it's gotta be true. Uh, I mean, he was he was a fucking arrested twice, I think. Right. Well, that's just two things. I mean, there's a yeah. laundry there's a laundry list. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, he sucks. So like, why go watch it? The fact that he was released. Is wild. I know it's super yeah. bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it's super. It, it's a super bizarre situation. Yeah. So that's a definitely a weird thing to kind of start your your superhero king reign. Right. <laughs> up and, top. And right now, he's so the next film that he's slated to make, James Gunn, is a Superman movie. Um. So okay. So you know, like di- like directed or like yeah. be the so Kevin he's, Feige. No, okay. he's writing and directing that one, but okay. he's going to be overseeing. You know the the rest of the this MC. Or DC, DCU, DCU? Which yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, if it happens, you can come back to the podcast and say, "Oh, Alex was right." I think um, a lot of the movies that were announced, you know, like are not gonna be coming out. I think, I think, uh, I think the the bombing of the Flash and the success of things like Across the Spider Verse and the bombing of like Black Adam and and like some of these Marvel movies like Quantumania. It's, I, I, I don't think, I think superhero movies are about to stop. I think the quantity of superhero movies is about to stop. Yeah. Thank the fucking Lord. Because yeah. I think how much beloved across Spider-Verse is. It's one of those, like, beloved movies I've ever seen on the internet. And people like quality. And they recognize quality. And I think people yeah. are realizing, like, they don't, like... It's better to do that. You know, spend years to, you know, crack something that's worth fucking even watching and putting out in theaters rather than, like, tricking people with Michael Keaton's Batman, you know, his back in the flash, which is the most, like, hilarious and, like, uh, overblown thing. What kid knows who fucking Michael Keaton is? Yeah, right. Like, that's, like, hilarious to me. Like, that they're, like, Hoping to get like the middle aged men in the flash. <laughs> like that's yeah. a real that's a real fall for grace, I feel like. And like the flash is represent I haven't seen it, it might be fun, but like the whole idea of it and I know there's a Christopher Reeve CGI CGI cameo in it. It's just that is just explains to me everything wrong with um this era of, of movies. Um and I I really want it to stop. It looks like it was sick. Um, yeah, yeah, and I mean, not only now that I'm thinking about it, like all of these movies, we have a plethora of multiverse movies now. Because the Flash stop. is a multiverse movie I'm too. I, I'm so fucking done with it. I'm, uh, I'm pretty finished. over it too, man. <laughs> it's so it's so boring. Look, Spider Verse. The thing is, like, Spider Verse does it amazingly well, and it's just like, dude, like just leave it to them. Like yeah. they. Got it, right? Yeah, they got it. We got it. everything everywhere at once. It, they did it good, and we got Spider Verse. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. It's just, it's just, just stop, okay? It's just, a, it's a boring <laughs> plot device. I don't find it interesting at all. Like, well, it's, I, it's not so. The plot device, I like the plot device. The problem has been the execution, I think, because it's been done over and over and over again to the point where it's become ridiculous. I guess you're right. I mean, across Spider Verse, like, well, you're right. I like, it's done well. <laughs> I like it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. It's just, it's just like, I think people, they're using it now to be like, bring back the Spider-Man and then have Nick Cage and Superman. <laughs> exactly. Like, what, are, what are we doing here? Um, but anyway, we'll see what James Gunn I mean, I am a big Superman guy, and so I really like Superman, and we haven't got a good Superman movie, and, you know, uh, I, I'll say 70 years. No, when did, <laughs> when did the original 77? I mean, I like Parks and Man of Steel. Anyway, we haven't like, got like a good Superman movie yeah, in like, a really long time, like yeah. since the 70s. Um, and I just think that character's cool, and I just like, it's weird to me. Superman, 
Like, you think that Superman would have, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's the biggest franchise in the world. Yeah, like, I like, mean... We haven't been able to crack it. And who knows? James Gunn's the guy to do it. This is so not to get too off topic, still off topic on this, but the thing, the thing that I think is my theory about Superman that's interesting yeah. is that he's a fascinating, iconic character. Right. But why characters like Spider Man is because of or the ambiguity and the and the conflict and the the yeah. the youngness of him. Right. Where Superman and Superman stories are way more black and white moral stories sure, because yeah. he's the right. invincible. He's God, right? He's God right. who's smiting evil. But when it's handled well, it's so fascinating because he yeah, is right. God. Well, that's, you know? what I, that's, that's what I like about the Superman character is like the idea of like being a god and dealing with being a god. Like, yeah. you know, like the idea of. And also, Superman has one of the cool, like some of the coolest villains, you know, in, in all comic books, like Brainiac and fucking, you know, like uh, Zod and, you know, like uh, they're cool as fuck. Lex Luthor. He's cool yeah. as shit. Yeah. So it's just like doing a cool Superman movie. It's just it's weird that it's taken this long for them to like crack it. But hopefully James Gunn does it. I'm, I'm excited to see what he yeah. does with it. You know, I mean, um, he's, he's 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 a very creative guy to be yeah, in that position of power, which is, which, yeah. is, which is exciting. Yeah, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, and like you know, it's it, it's cool that DC was like put a filmmaker like that. You know, in, in charge of like making creative decisions, like overseeing all these things. You yeah, know? so that's, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, Imagine that to make a decision where someone who's actually good at their job right. is in a position to make cool things. <laughs> well, we'll see because producing and writing it's directing is a you're, completely you're 100%, different thing. You're so, 100% like Kevin Feige, I don't think could ever direct a movie, but he's an amazing, obviously, has said to me. An incredible producer, you know. Yeah, you're uh, you're exactly you're what th- he's doing. Yeah, I have to take my I take it back what I just yeah. said because you're a thousand percent correct. This is about such that. a different thing. Um, interviews with producers are like, like sometimes the way they talk about things are like, wow, the reasons on a film. Real, you know? yeah, real different. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, sure, so we're sure. gonna talk about. So this, this is debut. I think this is his first film that he wrote and directed. Good yeah, film. definitely. Yeah, yeah, might be first feature okay. for sure. So I'm is, not sure about that. A movie called Slither that came out in 2006 and stars Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Banks, Michael Rooker in an amazing role. Michael <laughs> Rooker, who's uh, an amazing actor. You know, obviously playing Yondu in the in the uh, Guardians movies. Merle um, from The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, he's in The Walking Dead. Okay. I know yeah. from who's also in this cult horror movie called Henry Portrait of the Serial Killer, where he yeah. plays Henry. Oh god, uh, terrifying movie. Um, but uh, yeah. So this is kind of uh, I was just like looking at like the Wikipedia page. I just like to look at like what the response was when this came out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it got like pretty positive reviews and um. It didn't do well very well at the box office. Like, it was like a fifteen million dollar budget, and made like ten million dollars or something. So it wasn't like a success or anything, but it's kind of become like a cult movie. Um, because Sound Factory, you know that great, you know. Um, oh, they 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 they, they re-released the Blu-ray of this in like two thousand eighteen, oh. and that kind of shows to me like, okay, there's obviously like an audience that loves this, you know, that, that kind of loves right. this movie. So there's kind of this cult. Thing. And also, along with James Gunn, who's kind of like, you know, like we were talking about, has become this kind of like mogul, you know, in, in Hollywood yeah. filmmaking. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of interesting to go back and watch this. And like, I had a very like mixed reaction to this movie. Mixed is, a, is, is, is I felt there's, similar. There's mixed. parts of this that I, I liked a lot, but mostly I found this movie honestly very boring. Um, and yeah, not it's kind of surprising. Um, and like, I have a lot of things to say about it because, like, it's weird because, like, this type of thing, fucking, I will, I like, this type of thing is like my favorite fucking thing. When you do, because this movie's built as a horror comedy. Um, that's what it's built at. That's what it's like yeah. marketed as. Um, I don't think the comedy works almost at all. In this movie. Yeah, it's pretty, I don't it's think pretty it's, rough. I don't think it's very funny. Um, so it kind of ends up just being this kind of um, I can't believe I'm about to say this. 
Derivative. Um, oh. Oh, $5 word. It becomes, Someone... you know, it's a little derivative of <laughs> uh, uh, 80s hormones. And, yeah. um, you know, that's not a, necessarily a bad thing, but I, I think in this case it was. It, it kind of took away from kind of, um, kind of like the, the shock of some of this, but also like, I just didn't find it very, um, it's just reminded me of so many great other, other horror movies that I, yeah. and, and there's nothing really new that it brought to the table. Like there's, there's things about it that like, I can see like, oh wow, that's an interesting tone. Like I'm not confused by like some people liking this movie, for example. Like, sure. If, if, if I saw this when I was 13 in the movie theater, I probably would have fucking loved this movie, you know? Yeah. Um, when I saw it when I'm 25 after watching, yeah. you know, Society and, well, the thing I was gonna br- I was gonna bring off off that was that like if I hadn't seen other movies like this, like right, the horror right, comedy right, body right. horror genre, and this was like the first type of movie I saw about right. this, be like, this it. is so yeah. unique. Right, right. But I've seen so many variations yeah. that have been executed so wonderfully right. that I felt similarly. Where it's just like, well, this is like. There's, the, I feel like there might be something really interesting here, yeah. but there's so many clashing tones that it kind of gets muddled and feels slow and kind of yes. the, 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 the bad kind of overpowers the good yeah. more, totally more so. Agree. I totally agree. I think like there's sequences in this movie that I really enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. There's really fun sequences in this movie and like some like fun lines and character moments, but ultimately I found like I just find the story incredibly boring. And, um, yeah. like, and, like, I, I actually was, like, I was, like, is this really built as, like, a horror comedy? Because I'm, like, the, the only time that I thought, like, the movie was funny, was I, I, re- I, I enjoyed the first 20 minutes of this movie quite a bit. Like, I was, like, wow, this is, like, a weird tug. You know, there's parts of it where I was, like, I don't know that these two thousand six humor and didn't really yeah. work very well. But I thought Michael Rooker was fucking ridiculous in this movie and like such a funny character. But after he gets, you know, picked off and the movie becomes incredibly boring. Like yeah. when like because he brings this really like weird energy to this movie. Like he's such a weird character. Yeah. His character's name is fucking like Glenn oh, Glenn that? or something or like <laughs> he has two f- he has two first names. He does. Yeah. yeah. It's uh oh man, what is it? Let me see. Grant. Uh... Grant Grant. That's his name. <laughs> Wait, I didn't yeah. notice that. That's so, so that's funny. A, that's a funny bit in the movie that his that he has two first names. That's a funny <laughs> bit. That's um, great, Grant. That that's a funny. very that's a funny bit. There's parts of the movie that are very funny. Um, and, but, yeah, like, the first 20 minutes, the setup, I thought was pretty fun. But as, like, he, you know, transforms, it gets so boring. Like, like, Nathan Fillion, who I love, and Elizabeth Lakes, who I also love, their characters are, like, so Real boring. cardboard, super cardboard. And, like, what's weird is, like, I was, like, like you were saying earlier, the tones. He's just, like, it, it's just... I, the comedy was like nowhere to be found in like yeah. the last hour of this movie. I actually felt like it took itself seriously. And I'm like, what is this movie? Like, I kind yeah. of was like, is this just like a kind of like sleazy 2000s B horror movie? Like, I thought this was going to be more of a. Because um, I also wrote my notes. There was like a satirical nature to this film. The first 20 minutes, I was like, there's like. There's like a satire. Like I kind of felt like, oh, this like it feels like a satire of movies like this. Like right. setting it in like North Carolina, this like hick town. This like you know, there's like very much like on the nose. Like the Elizabeth Banks character is like such this like happy go lucky teacher that was like yeah. in love with a obvious scumbag of a person. You know, like yeah. that's what I love about Michael <laughs> Rooker's performance. He was like clearly like look at this guy look at how much of a redneck scumbag this dude is you know just from the the first second you meet him like it's just like who is this guy and like why is this sweet like teacher with this 
insane looking man, you know? Right, right. So, there's like something <laughs> satirically funny about that. Um, but after, like, like I said, like the 30 minutes when, when there's a title card that comes up three days later, when like, uh, basically like a record character, you know, inseminates that girl, like one of the, probably my favorite scene of the movie when it's like cross-cutting to like this honky-tonk, um, concert that's going on in this bar and then sending it with him. <laughs> Basically, it's pretty disturbing. It's like a rape scene almost, but like he's yeah. like with the tentacles coming out of his stomach. I found it really gross and like really like kind of like actually got under my skin a little bit. Almost like in a Cronenbergian type, type way. Mm-hmm. Um, and like there, so that like creeped me out. I, I was like really, that scene was really cool to me because it was like this Goofy honky tonk music with this like truly horrific like body horror stuff, and I was like, "Oh wow, it's a cool tub." And then the three days later happens, and then it just becomes so monotone, and it just is like the, 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 that wild sensibility that the movie kind of had on the first like twenty minutes is like completely gone. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, okay. And yeah, then it just yeah. Kind of became like I've seen this movie a hundred times, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I really agree. I really agree with all of that. I feel like there was a there was an attempt at that nuanced satirical thing that really did not stick the landing no. for me. No. Uh, but I saw I saw the attempts, but it was just like it, it's like you're not quite committing to it or something, right. or right. these ideas aren't really taking well, fruition. And the biggest thing yeah. is this: it's like I just didn't think it was very funny no. most of the time, no. No. which was just like this is an interesting idea. I'm into the satirical thing, yeah. but like I won't. I would want it to be funny, you know, if we're right. gonna do. That it's right. just kind of confusing. Yeah. If it's if it's not actually funny. Yeah, the tone uh, of it is very bizarre. And like, I would love to talk to somebody who like loves this movie. It's like a big yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, because like, I just found this like, I really was like, I don't. There's parts of it that are funny. Like I said, like Michael Rooker's character, I thought was just you know, just the way that he was acting and just like he was so like absurd and like just his mannerisms and shit and then when he gets infected by the alien that one of my favorite things that made me laugh really hard is like he wa- he's like hungry for meat you know these I, things. Th- that that made me laugh yeah. i've actually been yeah, quoting that meat. to myself ever since i saw that i love that <laughs> meat, meat. Yeah, <laughs> that, that really made me laugh funny. that was great um, yeah. and then he goes to like the deli and he's like can I have four rabbis? Like michael rooker is amazing. very funny and i wish yeah I wish he was just the main character of the movie. I wish that he didn't turn into a fucking, you know, fucking society, you know, uh, the thing about Mason Creature. Because I'm like, I loved his, what he was doing. I just love yeah. how weird his performance was. I, yeah, um, I agree. I, I agree. I, I think, so, on the topic of the beginning, because that's kind of interesting, I, I agree with liking Michael Rooker's character a lot. Yeah. I love Grant Grant. Yeah. But I didn't, I I felt like the beginning was really stuttery and it took was really hard to kind of get into yeah. sort of the plot of the thing. Yeah. And kind of what, I was kind of thinking about it where I kind of think that this movie might have flowed a little bit better if they did something where they focused more on Nathan's Fillion's character as the main character yeah. and they did more of an investigation track. So we're cross-cutting sure, between yeah, yeah. Nathan Fillion slowly figuring out who's like killing these dogs and stuff sure, and we're yeah. following that detective line and kind of cross-cutting to Grant. Yeah. But the lack of kind of setting up Nathan Fillion's character in the beginning, you yeah, know, made it right. really jarring when we switched him being the hero character in the second half of the movie. Yeah. It was like, why? It feels like you're writing two different movies here. Yeah. And this switch did not, was really, was a, a, a jitter that kind of right. took, stopped the flow of things for me or kind of was yeah. like, stop, restart, and get, and get back for into sure. it. Yeah. I will say that for me, I got a little bit after the barn scene where they come yeah. and find that ginormous bloated woman, you yeah. know, the balloon woman. I liked that scene. That and was I was kind of, yeah. I was into it for that sequence. Yeah. And I liked the sequence there, where I, the yeah. girl, the girl gets attacked by the leeches. No, I thought I, that was pretty I was girl. Say, favorite, derivative, but pretty, pretty interesting. No, I... <laughs> all of the... It's funny, which is, like, all of the, like, horror, like, sequences in this movie, like, like with the creatures and stuff, were very, like, fun. I very agree, well yeah. Executed. They, they were pretty clever. Well, you see, like, James Gunn, he's a good filmmaker, and you kind yeah. of see that, you know? Even, like, in those... Like, that, you know, the centerpiece of the movie when... 
like two days girls in the bathtub and all the loose. That's a great scene. Like, yeah, very that's a fun great scene. scene. And I love the, the zombie. The, the zombie deer was also a pretty. Yeah, I thought that yeah, was yeah. pretty unique. I hadn't seen something. And, I had. I haven't seen something like. Yeah. Well, actually, I have. But uh, totally. I just, I just. I just realized an annihilation. Has that too. But this came yeah. before. But whatever. But I've. I've definitely seen that. But Anyways, yeah, the, I like the idea the deer. <laughs> of like you know zombie like animal like that. And, like it, it, it was fun and silly. Uh, again, kind of taken kind of seriously, which is kind of bizarre. But um, like yeah, all the like all the like horror sequences, like I was saying, like the the Honky Kong, like cross cutting, like I found that genuinely very chilling and, and effective and weird. Um, and yeah, like all the like just like when it got to the action, you know, I thought it was like very fun. It was like everything in between. I was like, dude, this is agreed, boring yeah, like- as hell. Yeah, like you remember that that scene when they're like staking out Grant Grant after he's turned into a monster because they're very, like they're like staking out this scene. cow. Yeah. That yeah, that yeah. was really awful. Very and then boring. they cut to like having the monster there, and it's like, oh, this is kind of like now it's a chase yeah. scene. It leads to the barn, and we had like a really nice yeah. like string of events. Right. But there's really yeah. like things like that are kind of there's a lot of moments like that. Well, that are just like this is flat. The the I, cin- it feels like the cinematographer just left, yeah. and they had like a kid behind <laughs> the camera. Well, it's like what happened. I I think what happened, I think the problem is Elizabeth Banks and Nathan Gilliam are just really boring characters. Like, there's yeah, just nothing uh, going on. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like, and then they're like, they want you to like buy into like this, like almost like a past history that they had, or, yeah, or like, I'm like, work. dude, I don't give a fuck. Like, what? Like, and also, it's such a weird thing that the, that the film's asking you to do, which is you watch like, there's in the first couple minutes. There's also this weird pseudo sexual thing going on that is very odd and it did not carry over throughout the rest of the movie. I don't know if this is just Dan Dunn being a perverted <laughs> weird guy. I'm I'm serious. Like remember right the beginning of the scene, beginning of the movie, when like it's just the shot of Elizabeth Banks's ass, and it's just like the the uh, oh. the kids like gawking at her like how hot yeah yeah that was a really weird but that's fi- <laughs> that's fine that you know thematically set up something but because michael rooker and then she goes home and he's like super like aggressive with her like wants to have sex and then and then he's super horned up like it's there's a lot of like horniness going on yeah the first like 20 minutes of the movie i was like oh is this gonna be like kind of like a thematic thing no it's just part of the movie yeah like, that's that's 100 okay. true and then it like makes you really question like okay why is there just like a why why did you set up this elizabeth Banks character as like a sex object like from right. minute one right yeah it kind of feels... turned, turned me off a little bit I, was like, I have yeah i have i have i have a couple of thoughts on that actually now that you say that because like what it what it, the in the in the way that it's executed what it ends up feeling like is just sort of throwing tropes of things that are in horror yes. movies without That's any true. purpose That's or true. stuff maybe, like that. Maybe it was supposed to be part of that satirical nature. You're because, right. uh, uh, and either from like a satirical standpoint, or right. just because that's the convention of the genre yes. to kind of have the sexual plus the the murder. And this is in also there. this is also two thousand six. Right. Uh, Interesting time for what it, for uh, how women were portrayed. You know, the first Transformers movie came out a year after this movie. Right. And you think about how Megan Fox was, you know, uh, how, right. you know what I mean? Right. Um, so it was that era. I, I feel like I feel like that that's really interesting because I feel like the impression that I get is is sort of some misogynistic feelings. I agree with that. Yeah. It feels misogynistic. Well, I, I think you're I, right. I think the intention was like a satirical thing. Yeah. Or something kind of Cronenbergian, you know, sure, where he's yeah, he's right. investigating that perverted, these creepy sexual inner thoughts, right. the psychosexual thoughts, right. and it just didn't take fruition, so it's just sort of like superficial weird. misogyny yeah. Yeah, at the end weird. of the day, yeah. is what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, which is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I just think the that part of the movie did not work. It's, it's really it's, interesting, it's, it's and, and kind of, it's out of translation. It doesn't make sense why it's in the movie, you know. 
I, I kind of feel like that there's almost two sort of variations of this movie of what this movie was trying to be at the same time and didn't really get either of these ways where you could do the more Cronenberg approach where you focus on Grant where he's the main character and it's about his sort of fly like yeah. like descent well, there, into becoming this monster yeah or or you take yeah. more of a route of like the detective hero right. and yeah, the, or the, the girl creature, a creature movie, right? A creature feature. Yeah. yeah, you have the 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 hero the gets the girl at the end of the day, you know, and kills the monster type you of thing. You know, I thought this movie really wanted to be society. And there's a re- you ever see that film? The, the, I haven't. I know of it, but okay. I haven't seen it. <laughs> One of the craziest B horror movies I've ever made. I right? know it's, it's fucking wacky. Wacky yeah. as fuck. And there's a society, I don't know if it's like, I think it is a society, right? I, it definitely is. But at the end, when Grant Grant is like that giant fucking flesh lock, right. and, and people are coming into it, like, melding within, uh, you know, becoming one with him, you know, like, one good creature, that's 100% a society uh, reference. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the... That's where they... That's the climax of the, of the movies. Like, it's revealed that it's this giant big flesh washer that everybody... Um, but... Right. I can't believe I'm saying right. that Society is a better movie than, than, <laughs> than Slither because Society has a point to it. It's a really right. absurd point to it. It's like this truly satirical look at high-class society. And right. what I think what this movie is trying to do is to be like what you're saying, like a an investigative creature feature, which I think that that's the most effective that this movie gets, like, when it's, like, just adventure, just fun, goofy stuff. Yeah, that's I it totally works. agree. Nathan yeah, Fillion's yeah, a very charismatic guy. His character is fucking boring as fuck. But, but he, his performance can kind of yeah. pull out some charisma. He's a charismatic I like guy. Watching There's him. another universe where Nathan Fillion is, like, a giant star. He's, like, Ryan Reynolds. But he just never got there. He just never got... He's that. Yeah, very, very charismatic. But he just never got to the... The star power of someone like Ryan Reynolds but it's very yeah. similar. Very charismatic guy. Elizabeth Banks is beautiful. She, she, she does her best, you know, with this nothing of the characters. It's like, right. Like, I was all kind of offended by her character. This is like, what? Yeah, it's true. And then I really did not like, like, there's this scene where she, like, beats, kills one of the slugs because she's a human. Yeah. And, like, a strong woman. But they make a point in the movie. They're like, oh, she's, she's a badass. They're like, okay. Like, <laughs> like I just, oh. I really, that's like so 2006 to me. Like, they have to reference that the woman is strong. Like, they yeah. just don't let it be. Like, why do you have to, like, have the guy go, wow, that woman could really, like, okay, dude, like. Yeah, it also, it also kind of feels like, you know, just sort of some weak schoolyards attempts and at also, comedy, that too. Yeah, right, that could have been a <laughs> joke, but I don't understand this movie totally, so, I, like, is that a joke, or is this just blatant misogyny that's just, like, in this movie? Right, know? right, right, um, yeah, that, that, that's and, 100% Not to true. bring this up, but I don't, I don't know if you remember that, like, the James Gunn, like, controversy when he was, like, fired from, oh. from Marvel. Oh, I, d- I like, do all those old that. tweets. So, so there's part of his career where he was, like, kind of an edgelord, like, comedian where he made these, yeah. like, edgy shorts. Nothing wrong with that. Not, not, I'm, not, you know, I'm not saying anything there, but I'm just saying, like, part of his past. And, like, this is his daily movie. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like, that was supposed to be, like, kind of like this, you know, um, Edgy jab. Trying to be like an edge, but it was tail off as like fucking childish. And, right, and right. Stupid. Yeah, we, which, which, you know, it's it's unfortunate that your maturing, your maturing process has to be as public and out there right. as that, but right. we all do go through shit. You know, t- it makes me yeah. think of Tyler the Creator and Goblin yeah, and shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Absolutely. Yeah. man, it's kind of hard to look back on that, and I feel bad that you had that, but I'm right. glad that you're yeah. growing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, no, it's just, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, but, uh, but that's a very good point. So, just, that's like a historical context almost. <laughs> yeah. It was just, I know he made a movie called Super after this, which is, uh, sort Ray Wilson and Elliot, well, Ellen Page at the time, but Elliot Page. Um, right. Is, uh, I heard after, about that. And it's like this dark, like realistic take on like a superhero, like a comedy, like a superhero thing. Um, dark comedy 
um, about, like, a guy who, like, it's basically about, like, it's a real, like, what if a guy actually tried to be Batman, you know? Yeah. Like, in the real world, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which is a pretty funny premise, but um, kind of similar to, like, Kick-Ass without, like, the, the, um, Yes. Without, well, Kick-Ass is more like a comic movie. I think Super was more, like, taken, like, like, it was just, like, a, like, it's, like, Richard Linklater made, like, a superhero movie. Jim Jarmus made a superhero movie, so it was, like, yeah, very yeah. grounded and real. Um, but anyway, um, and I know that there's, like, an edge to that movie also. Um, so... Yeah, I've heard I, I a lot of, kind of mixed more. things about that. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that definitely comes through. That definitely that definitely explains some things about Slither, for sure. What else did uh, I so- put? I might have other notes in here. Oh yeah, I wrote. I just wrote things that I did think were funny. I liked when uh, Michael Rooker was when he first gets shot by the the alien. Uh, what are they fucking called? An alien? The the eggs? Oh yeah. Oh, so oh, that's goodness. what it looked like. A face huggers. Yeah, that's what it was referencing. Yeah. And, you know, stabs him in the chest or the stomach. And then he, I, I actually like when it goes to like that 3D thing and you see the slug like go up his brain. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, but after, after he does that, I also like didn't understand the rules of like the alien zombie thing. Like, I didn't really understand like what they were even turning into, which was kind of fun. But at the same time, like, at one point, like, one would spit acid and you're like, it, right. Like you just spit acid? Like, what can, what, what can these things do? What can, can't they do? Which I guess is, like, kind of part of the uncanny horror, I guess, of it, where it's like, you don't really know, like, I, I know, think like it's what a, I think is. it's an important note because, like, sometimes, like, the thing is right. scary because you don't know what it can do and what it can't do. That's part of or the what horror it looks to like. it. Yeah. yeah. But this movie, it does feel a little bit destabilizing. That yeah. shit just kind of happens, and yeah. you're like, why? <laughs> but well, this is the weird part. Well, this part made me laugh. When he first gets his, he goes to the basement, and he, he makes a nest. I thought that was really funny. He gets like, when he's like scooting he's around like, in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. That made me laugh. Um, and then, what else do I have? I have, oh, I thought the, I don't know if for some reason the tentacles and shit, really? I don't know if it was just, when I was watching it this morning, I was like, got it, like, I don't know, I was just like a weird mood. It really disturbed me. I don't know if it was like the sound design, the way that they look. I just, I don't. I thought they were pretty effective too. I don't uh, like I, tentacles. I don't I think, like I think it was effective things. to do it out of the chest like that. Yeah. Because that was kind of an interesting position I hadn't seen before that kind of uh, affected me too in a way that I was not. I mean,. I guess it was kind of like, because Videodrome kind of has that same feeling where sure, it has yeah. that, that, like, right. that gut thing. And there's <laughs> yeah. something about that spot that I kind just, of feels yeah, really I, vulnerable uh, and weird. Yeah, I don't. Gross. Yeah, I agree. The tentacles were gross. <laughs> um, and then I wrote this insane line that I don't know if this is funny or not. I didn't laugh. I was just more like amazed at how stupid it was. Yeah. So they, when they find Grant in the. In, I'm sure you know what I'm saying. They find the Grant. In the field. Yeah. And, like, one of the dumbass redneck, all those guys suck. The fucking, the cops, and they all were terribly unfunny. And, uh, oh, yeah. Really real boring. rough. Really, um, really rough. But one of them goes, he looks at Grant and he goes, he looks like something that fell off my dick during the war. I do remember that. And I that. just wrote, what? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, what fell off your dick? <laughs> like, what? Like nothing <laughs> falls off your dick. Like you just have a tumor during the war and it just fell off. Like what <laughs> fell off your dick? That was such a like twelve year old joke. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it was an awful joke. Like it's just a bad joke. Like it just does not make sense. And it's just like a bad dick joke in this movie. Yeah, I was pretty amazed by that. Um. Weirdly, because Dan said it's very funny, right? I, I thought, you know, Garden's was very funny, and, and the Suicide Squad had some well, great jokes in it. Well, apparently, it did take him a while to get there. <laughs> yeah, that was just, that was a bad joke. Yeah. Um, and that was, like, what I hated about that is, like, it was clearly, like, he was, like, this is the funniest joke in the movie. Like, yeah. 
it was like he kept it in there. It was like one of those things where you like a passion joke. Deleted that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's like a you could have just deleted that, the movie would have been the exact same. You know, it's, 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 <laughs> it is, there, the, the, the things, the, all, the thing I can value from a stab like that is that sometimes saying some insane kind of nonsensical stuff, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. It, when it hits, can be really, like, really funny. For but sure. that really did not. I agree. I think that, that maybe in 2006, people were it, rolling. Yeah. I maybe. don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it did not work for me either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also wrote that I did like Grant's, um, like, almost, like, transformation kind of thing. Like, the, the, like, I don't know. I'm a sucker for special effects, practical effects. I agree. I like yeah, how I he looked. I like the overgrown teeth. I thought that was really cool. Or the split, split face, you know, yeah. half of it. Like, in, in yeah. that, in the same drop-off-my-dick scene, he has, like, <laughs> yeah. the sharp teeth and then yes. the Grant face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I like yeah, that. I like that a lot. Kind of um, job of the hoodie too. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then I like yeah, the flesh ball that exploded into all the slugs was very interesting. I, love, and I, I really, I really I'm, I'm so, so fucking hungry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that. that was funny. And she was like, "Can you get me that possum? That dead possum? Oh, this movie was gross too. Like, yeah, it was gross. It was gross. <laughs> I just like this, like this kind of stuff, like really rough. That's why like Cronenberg is so excited to me because it's like his shit is like really disgusting. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's obviously, like we were saying, you know, calling back to two Cronenberg movies like The Marine and the and Sippers. Uh, yeah. This is another one. Um, another chest burster, I think, in Shivers. Is that right? I don't remember. Yeah. Something. Something like that. I've only seen parts of Sippers. I've never watched. Sippers is very hard to see. I've only yeah. watched a couple scenes from it. Because um, we had a buddy in college that uh, did, like, a paper on it. Remember that? Yeah, I remember watching it. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching it. It was, a, it was an interesting watch. I think that was his first loot. Yeah, 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 I think you're right. Um, and then I wrote another note that I said, you know, this is only a 90-minute movie, but it feels like it's two hours and, like, 15 I, minutes. I agree. It took <laughs> not, so long. Not paced well. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Not paced well at all. And it's oh, funny, yeah, the last night I, I've been telling our wedding Jared, like some you know horror movies and like um modern horror movies. We watched Barbarian last night. And, uh, oh damn, that's a, a good such one. Such a great movie, but it's I forgot how tight that fucking movie. It's yeah, like it's so an tight. hour and forty, and like the only time we paused it, I was shocked that we were like an hour in. I was like, holy yeah. shit! Like I thought thirty minutes had gone by. It was so. So yeah, that movie's, that movie's a fucking flash. This is the opposite. Yeah, 100%. This is a long movie. It probably should have been 80 minutes, to be honest. Um, yeah, if we cut it down, cut it down to a short film, goddammit. And then, yeah, I wrote, like, I loved that, the slug scene in the bathtub. I thought that that was really cool. I like the reveal in that scene where she... There's part of the scene that I thought was so stupid, because you didn't call back to anything, really, but, like, the slug like starts going in her and mouth. She gets these two thousand six ass fucking flash like flashes to like because you know the idea right is that it's like sentient. You know it's like all connected to um uh what the fuck is this grant? It's all yeah. kind of connected. <laughs> it's all like a sentient. Uh, thing. So I guess like the idea was like when she was getting inseminated by the slug, yeah. like she was getting like the memories or something. Right. Did I, did I read that correctly? I don't no, know. No, that was that's a hundred percent. That is a hundred percent. I don't know. Did I even okay. call back later in the movie? Like, does that even matter? I couldn't even remember. Oh man, like like let's see, like so that that sequence that was a sequence I was gonna mention because I I thought that was intriguing because I really liked that visual montage that they did, yeah. like cut it in there, the the look of that. But the relevance of that to the movie, to your point, kind of weak, right? Because it well, kind of <laughs> it kind of. It's not really that relevant. The only th reason that that comes up is like for the the weak rationalization of how they kill him. It's like, oh, we kill Grant and then yeah, we kill yeah, the yeah, Hive yeah. Mind. We yeah, kill right. them all. Yes, you're right. But that's stupid. Like you could just like that's I agree. weird <laughs> way to set that up. Like we understand. Uh, like you could just be uh, like, like just the idea of them like wanting to go like join the the queen or whatever. Like you know, that's enough. Like okay, we get it. Like they're all, and then it would have been a cooler reveal. They walk out of the house and they're all dead. Yeah. And it realizes, yeah. like, oh, shit, they're all connected. 
Yeah. I agree. I agree. Instead there's of kind like, of you have to explain that. That was like you don't need to explain that. Yeah, there was that that hive mind element was definitely um not yeah, effective. Yeah, you don't need to explain that. But it's like you could have the hive mind idea. I like that cool, you know, creature idea. But you sure. don't need to like allude to it. Like it could have just been part of the thing, and we would have gotten it. The audience would have gotten it, man. Yeah, we're smart. We can pick up on um, things But sometimes. what I liked about my favorite part of that sequence that I really liked was, like, so all that is happening in the bathtub, and she, like, kills that thing, and then when she goes outside, the reveal that her family is all being attacked. I really like that. Yeah, I really like cool that, reveal. too. I also um, liked the, the setting of that house, which that was something. Yeah, there right, was yeah. actually. A, I love those two on the roof, and that was really great. Yeah. yeah. This, there, there are moments of. I was criticizing the cinematography earlier, but there are moments of cinematography yeah. that I thought was also really yeah. cool. And that and that sequence, I like the set design of that house. Totally. I love the, the, the white, like the, the white bathroom, and then like the invasion of suburbia by the leeches. That was all very, very cool. Um, then I also. Oh, Jenna Fisher. Who shows up as Nathan Fillion's like secretary, uh, you know, from the office? And, uh, yeah, I thought that was a pretty funny cameo, and that made me laugh. And she was like, "Your mom, like, who's <laughs> calling to like get some like info?" And she's like, "Your mom," and she's on the speakerphone in the car. And she's like, "Yeah, you clog the toilet with your shit." And she's <laughs> like, "He's like, uh," I thought that was just funny poop in here. Okay, poop. Um, <laughs> And then I wrote, there's a really super lame, really lame part when the teenager, like, saves Nathan Billion. I think when she kills the deer. That was excru- excruciatingly lame, goes, wasn't it? He goes, hey, motherfucker. That was such a, that was like a, that was like a weird, I think what was so weird about that scene is that they, <laughs> it's like he purposely blocked it out so that they were yeah, separate like, in the worst way possible. So it was like, okay, you stay here, I'll go in, yeah. but don't come in. Oh, and then she yeah, comes yeah, in yeah, yeah, after yeah. waiting, that was, yeah, you know, that's the perfect very amount true. of time. That's very true. Like, why, <laughs> yeah, like, that's. Like, why did these go together? Like, why? And then I think, and then I think they left, and I'm not even sure if they got. Oh, he was getting the grenade, I guess. But it was like, yeah, that was <laughs> the, way that, the, the way Grant guy was pretty funny. Was, yeah, like shot the and exploded the like bad CGI, like 2006 CGI. That made Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that just reminded me too about the scene. One of the other things about the tentacles that was actually pretty creepy. That is that not only were the tentacles coming out of the chest was creepy, but also the fact that you saw the goo going yeah, through I, it and then go into uh, the person. Yeah, that was pretty I really, gross. I don't, yeah, it's, that was gross. <laughs> like, that works. Like, that stuff, like, I thought, again, like, the creature stuff, and, like, that stuff was, was cool. It was just, like, everything, like, around it was just, like, man. Like, I just wish it was more funny. Like, I, I do, wish too. it was just, like, if you have Funny more, or fun. Yeah, I mean, there, there are sequences that are fun, but in pockets. I'll probably never watch this movie again. I agree. Um, I, I, feel, don't really I feel, feel the same way. Why would I watch this again when uh, Killer Clouds from Outer Space is right there? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or, yeah. it's so honestly, close. like, honestly, like, uh, the um, fucking uh, Tremors. Yeah. Or Honestly, fucking... Tremors is kind of slaps still. I watched that recently. That yeah, movie that still, that still, still, still works. So, I really like that movie. Pretty goofy. But that's another thing. That that's like a horror comedy that like is genuinely funny. You know? Yeah. Like, um, and, uh, yeah, like, wow, Gremlins is right there. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's, <laughs> another, that's another good one. So if I yeah. want my creature horror comedy fix, why would I watch this and didn't make me laugh very much? I was, I was really, (laughs) I will, I will, I will give this its merits for talk a little bit more about the creature elements in it because the, the way that he blended CGI and practical effects was really effective, especially for 2006. Most movies that do shit like that in from that period do did not do (laughs) that nearly as well. So I was, I I was really, really impressed. There was a couple shots where I handled that. Like, there was one where, like, right. one of the cops with a tentacle, like, that looks pretty bad. One, yeah. one, of the, one of the cops was killed by one of the tentacles, that looks pretty... But, yeah, for the most part, it looks great. Like, looks you, cool. You know, the, 
Another Whoa. another gross out thing I actually liked was you remember the mayor character who I hated him. He was awful, I thought. But um Yeah. Um yeah. uh, but his descent where he gets infected and then he's down with the people who are eating like the dead bodies and you see his transition where oh, yeah. he like is still conscious and knows it's gross, but he's so hungry that he goes and he starts yeah. eating that person. Yeah. That I thought that was a really clever kind sure. of a positioning yeah. of no, like the zombie the zombie yeah. trope that um that affected me that that got me and, like, oh, yeah. the, the use of dead the use of dead animals like when yeah. uh uh banks comes down the stairs and finds the nest just has all the dead animals in it right, right, that right. was another yeah. cool set piece yeah. that i i i yeah. really i really liked so yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's weird I, I i but i'm with you because it's like there's a lot of things that i do really like yeah, and i think cool. are honestly pretty unique but the movie's just too unpleasant to watch too it's just too boring yeah. <laughs> it's too it's, boring it's, boring. it's, it's really not, boring there's nothing really that it offers that is like that is uh like i said it's the legal kid it's the legal kid of 80s horror movies isn't it <laughs> is it not? <laughs> is it not? Yeah, I agree, man. I agree, man. Is it not? Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting to watch this, though, because this was, like, so far off my radar. I've know, never fucking you know, heard about this movie, good, though. Here's, a, here's another interesting point about this movie. This did come out in 2006, and it is, you know, not overtly referencing 80s movies, but it is, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not, like, it's set in the 80s. It's not, like, trying to be, like, Stranger Things, you know? Or, like, uh, right. But... Right. It is pretty right. interesting to think about how, because of, like, it's kind of going away a little bit now, but, you know, for a while, in the 2010s, like, 80s just was, like, fucking, you know, having its time, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. uh, which is super weird. Uh, but, uh, I, I guess not. I guess, like, the filmmakers who just grew up in the 80s were making things, but, um, and now we're going to probably get 90s nostalgia. It's probably going to happen. <laughs> I'm sure. Dude. Yeah, you might be right. And then when we, when we're like in our 30s and 40s, when like our generation are making films, we're going to get like 2000s nostalgia. You know? Dude, we're going to, the, the, uh, our generation making <laughs> movies, that's going to be the post-ironic era. Bro. Do you know how funny that would be <laughs> like a movie, like a period piece set in 2002? <laughs> it's pretty interesting to me. <laughs> Maybe not now, but like in 2035. Yeah, I'll oh, see a movie set in 2002. Definitely an era. <laughs> yeah. People a... have like uh, Nokia phones, you know, God. and like Blackberries. <laughs> yeah. Way back then, before they had their virtual dog assistant to yeah, uh, yeah. any, any, any switch of the It's like switch. Uncut Jams being set like 2012. Which mm-hmm. is like genuinely like every time I watch that movie, I'm like, wow, this actually captures 2012. 2012. <laughs> because like he has like an iPhone four, yeah. you know, and it has like the you know the 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 old iOS on it, and then like with the cell kits and like all that. So it actually does capture a time, you know, which yeah. is really really fascinating. Because in 30 years, that movie's still gonna hold up because it's already like. A period piece sort of set in the time, you know? It's like, it's gonna it's just be cool, I think, for people who, um, it's like the same as like watching like a 70s movie, right? You're like, what the? Or we watch the Double and Double, where they like use the fucking, like, yeah. uh, you're like, it's gonna be the same thing, we're like, what the? What the hell is that? Like, the iPhone's so small. Like, what the yeah. fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, um, it's interesting. Who the hell yeah. is Kevin Garnett? The Celtics. Yeah. Like, so, People don't play a... basketball anymore, son. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a really accurate. Uh, well, that was a really really effective sort of like time period type of thing, like period totally. piece sort of attempt yeah. like that. And hopefully we get hopefully we do get more things like that. Yeah, that's a very rare future. because that's people forget that like, that's also the the dates and shit that are in that are real. So it's set in like a real like the games that are being played in that movie are real games that were played. Yeah, that game's, like, that, the, that the movie's footage, insane. And the footage was, like, real foot. like, so it's, like, that's a really, like, pretty crazy thing to, to do, you know, like, um, a pretty hard thing to attempt. I don't even really think something like that works kind of, like, in that weird cosmic kind of way. It's, like, almost, like, it's like, well, there's a few things that are, like, 
I know there's some sports movies that are, like, set during, like, the World Series that are, like, a, it's, like, a real game, but, like, you know, an event happening in this, like, real, this fictional event happening, but in this, like, real event that is familiar to the audience. Right, um, right, right. But, um, anyway, <laughs> Slither, kind of mediocre. Um, kind of mediocre. Kind of I'm glad I watched it, because it's, it's interesting to see... You know, a film like James Bond, who's so you know, the Guardians trilogy is one of the most beloved, you know, superhero trilogies ever made. So it's like kind of interesting to see like where, and, you know, this was not. I wonder how he got the job. You know, you ever think of that? You're like, what With about Guardians? this movie or Super or whatever he was doing before Guardians? Like, was like, Charlie <laughs> Pye was like, we should talk to James Bond. That's a good story. I bet yeah. there's a good story or behind he that. Or maybe he was a giant fan of Galaxy and just like went in and like had this like incredible picks of like, because um, he obviously, you know, that movie's amazing. It changed the landscape of superhero movies for, the, for probably for the worse. But like this like irreverent yeah. sense of humor that that movie had and like, you know, um, it was a very unique superhero movie for the time. Um, so yeah, maybe he just was like, on it they just had a great pitch and you know had a great vision for it they're like yeah yeah yeah. it is it is it is interesting because it's like because you can still tell that slither was made by him totally yeah you know yeah sure sure but you can you but i agree where it's like you look at that it would be like I would not trust him to make something that would work as well as Guardian. Well, no, I wouldn't, watch, I wouldn't watch Slither and be like, yeah, you could direct a $200 million. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel comfortable with this I, decision. I'd maybe be like, okay, yeah, I could give you $20 million, you could make another horror movie. Right, I'll right, right. i you that, you know, but not, you know, a completely different genre and something that's in the MCU that's, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that, but that, that is also really like interesting. But this is also, like, 10 years after the, the movie came out, the Slither came out, so. Yeah, so I wonder, so what, what happened in between to get him there? That's a very yeah. interesting story. That's, that's a... Maybe we'll get him on the podcast and ask him. Yeah, James Gunn, we really hated Slither, yeah, but we we're a big really fan like otherwise. Yeah, we didn't really like Slither, but yeah, everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, are we ready for a spin? Yeah, let's do it. Spin Round the spin. wheel, baby! Spin, 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 spin. Okay, gotta go to my watch list. Gotta hit the button. Gotta sort by. Gotta hit shuffle. All right. Oh, the first one's... Uh, I-, I think you pr- probably know this film. It's Koyaniskwatsky. I mean, you don't probably oh, know, yes. you know this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, this yeah. is like this is like the Philip Glass sort yes. of like experimental that's one. That's I'm pretty sure you can see if that's on that list too, is it? Koya. Uh, probably. If we look down, uh, it should say like walk to watch. Oh, oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's on there. Okay. You got it. You got it on there. Yeah. Um, we have The Zero Theorem. Oh, by Terry oh, yeah, Gilliam. The that's also on our list, I think. So I, I, I don't remember hearing. I don't remember yeah. adding this. I was one of the last ones who, like, who like, Yeah, but I mean, Terry Gilliam. That's, yeah. that's intriguing, honestly. That's also, I think that's also on our list. I think. We got Splinter? Splinter by Toby Williams? Does, does that mean oh, anything Toby, to you? No, I don't know what Splinter is. Splinter? I have no idea what, what this is. Uh, 2008. This yeah, looks no. like another uh, very in line with Slither. Oh, like another, I don't like, know. Horror movie or something? Yeah, I have no idea what that is. I have no idea what this is. Oh, and then a short film. Oh, a short from the the series by there's so there's a series of short films by the by the guy who made Akira. Uh, oh, called okay, Memories, yeah. and I have the first short film on my watch list uh-huh. rather than the collection of short films, uh-huh. apparently. That's pretty interesting. I am honestly pretty intrigued by the Terry Gilliam movie. Why don't we do, why don't we just do that? Let's do the cool. Zero Theorem. Yeah. I have no idea what that's about. Sweet. Kind of intrigued. Terry Gilliam, up next. Big fan. On the movie quest. Big yeah, fan I love of, him. Of the two girls. He's a, he's a sick director. <laughs> Super creative. Yeah. And funny. Very funny. Yeah, one of the funniest, uh, you know, he's, he's a funny fella. All right, man. Sweet. All right, friend. Um, nice talking to you, Slither. Nice talking to you, Slither. Movie quest. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.